Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. If you've been driving for any length of time, then at some point, I'm most certain that you've come across this. Traveling through some type of unfamiliar territory, and you come across a detour. It feels like a tremendous setback most of the time because you're on pace to get to a certain place at a certain time to see certain people and to be doing certain things, but now you have to take this detour. It interrupts your momentum. It interrupts your schedule. And if you're like me, perhaps even your blood pressure, detours can be frustrating, stressful, burdensome, but detours are often necessary. For example, Detours are utilized when dangerous conditions are present, and you may be forced to detour because a bridge has washed away or some type of debris is obstructing the roadway. Detours are used when improvements are underway, and you may be forced to deter because some construction crew is working and repairing or building some type of better transportation system. Detours may interfere with your life, but they're typically in place for a good reason. How does this apply then to the Christian life? Well, God is not unfamiliar with detours. According to scripture, he has been known to use them for the benefit of his people. In Exodus chapter 13, verse 17 and 18, we learn that God did not lead the Israelites by way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near, but God rather led the people around the way of the wilderness toward the Red Sea. In other words, God took the Israelites on the scenic route from Egypt to Canaan, rather than the direct route. But why did God use such a detour for the children of Israel? God used this detour because he knew exactly what his people needed. God knew the Israelites had endured tremendous hardship. And so when Moses and Aaron began negotiating with Pharaoh for the release of God's people, the immediate consequence was increased workloads for the Israelites. We are told in Exodus chapter 5, verse 6 through 9, that Pharaoh stopped supplying straw to the Israelites because Moses and Aaron's presence caused them to rest from their burdens. In other words, Pharaoh stopped providing one of the main ingredients for making bricks and then forced the Israelites to collect that ingredient themselves. At the same time, Pharaoh did not reduce the quota of bricks they were required to make each day. This resulted in an increased burden for the Israelites, which in turn resulted in animosity towards Moses and Aaron for having caused this burden in the first place. The work became so difficult that the Israelites accused Moses of putting a sword in Pharaoh's hand to kill us, Exodus chapter 5 and verse 20. And as a result, they did not listen to Moses because of their broken spirit and harsh slavery. So the Israelites, they're exhausted. They're exhausted when this journey began because of the physical and emotional hardship that they've already endured leaving Egypt. God knew that it would not take much for their depleted strength and broken spirit to potentially result in a quick retreat. And they prove this to be true because we read about multiple occasions when the Israelites expressed a desire to return home. When they got stuck between the Red Sea and the Egyptian army, They complained and they said it would have been better if we had never left Egypt. When food became limited, 
they complained and said that it would have been better if they had never left Egypt. When they ran out of water, they complained and they said that it would have been better if they had never left Egypt. You see, God knew that they would encounter obstacles, which would make them want to turn around. So he chose the route with the least amount of hurdles. In Exodus chapter 13, verse 17, it says that God was concerned that the people might change their minds when they see war, and as a result, want to then return to Egypt. So God, in his infinite wisdom and abundant mercy, did not allow the burden of war to be placed on these people when they were at their weakest. He loved them enough to protect them from an obstacle that he knew they were not ready to endure. Therefore, he led them on a detour so that the war would be delayed and their strength could be restored. So, although the Israelites believed their journey was too difficult because their enemy was pursuing them and that their supplies were depleted, in reality, it was nowhere near as difficult as it could have been had God not provided a detour for them. God's decision to lead Israel on the scenic route revealed how much he loved them. He used that detour to protect them from enduring a burden that they were not yet ready to endure. The lesson to be gained from this brief narrative detail about the Exodus for you and I today as God's children is that God knows what his people need. He can see from his vantage point on the throne in heaven the big picture that we, from our vantage point down here on earth, cannot see. And because of his vantage point, God will occasionally use detours in our lives to accomplish an objective that we cannot comprehend yet. Think about Joseph. Joseph endured the detour of enslavement and imprisonment while God prepared him to save his family. David endured the detour of living as a fugitive while God prepared him to become the next king. Elijah endured the detour of isolation while God prepared him to challenge the nation's idolatry problem. In essence, God used detours in the lives of these Bible heroes as if they were continuing education programs. They received a PhD in trusting God. Solomon summarized their syllabus when he wrote in Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5, which says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. We may not always understand how God operates. We may not always understand why God operates. We may not always understand when God operates. But do we really need to understand those things? All we need to know is that God loves us unconditionally. He protects us from unbearable temptations. He strengthens us in times of weakness and never abandons us. It's on these promises that our faith should rest as we patiently endure life's detours. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it is my prayer that God be with you and you seek Him in all things. Until next time, God bless.